This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Rhea Ray Harris. And Rhea Ray Harris is retired? Are you retired? <laughs> I am retired from the Cook County Adult Probation Department. Yes. Well, we, we need to do a whole show. We did a show years ago about the probation and all that kind of stuff. We, now you're free. You can say some things. Yes. <laughs> That's a different show. On this show, I first I want to welcome you to 400 Plus. Thanks for being on the show, Rhea Ray Harris, because I saw you on social media the other day, and you were so good, and you talked about your retirement. So give us a little recap, synopsis on your little talk on social media. Sure. So last August, August of 2022, to make a long story short, I got sick on the job, and I was so stressed about it, that my blood pressure went up to 200 over 120, and I was literally in stroke protocol. And I made a decision at that point that because I had enough time that I could retire with the maximum amount of benefits to just go on and leave because it wasn't worth my staying, my health, and possibly my life. So I retired unexpectedly. And in doing so, I had to make some adjustments quickly. And there were some things I had to learn fast. Number one, with the county, and I know not everyone's employment does this, but if you have a job with a pension now, for example, the county takes almost three months for you to get your first disbursement. How are you paying to live from the retirement time until you get that disbursement? And not just your mortgage, your car notes, your insurance, just food. How are you eating? I mean, it was like, wow, okay. Thank God I am also a realtor, so I did have other income. Number two, my insurance payment, my health insurance payment went up tremendously. My husband is on my insurance. And I was paying about 150 a month for the two of us. That increased to over $1,600 a month on a reduced income in my pension plan. And whereas before we had health, vision, and dental, we only have health insurance. So any vision or dental issues that come up or even just your regular cleanings have to be paid for out of pocket. And when you think you're paying this much more in health insurance benefits, you would at least have the same type of benefits. And that was not the case. And there was no real long-term time for a long-term outlook. What am I going to do for extra income? Now, like I said, in my case, because I was already in the real estate business, I did have an extra income coming in. But for those people that are living at a particular level of lifestyle financially, when your income changes, you either have to decrease your spending or make up for that missing income with another source of income. Because yes, your retirement doesn't mean that your mortgage company is gonna say, oh, well, you're down to 75% of your last income. 
will reduce your income, I mean, your mortgage payment by 75%. No, your mortgage payment stays the same. So you have to really look at your bills and assess what do you have to pay and how can you do so if you are on a reduced income. If you need to change your $1,000 Comcast bill to something else or whatever the case is, you have to really make those considerations. And lastly, because I had been a government employee my entire adult life, I did not qualify for Social Security, which was fine. But Social Security has been shaky for a minute. And I'm not sure if that's going to exist in you know the next five to 10 years. And if it does, how much people will benefit from it. So if you're not really in a career where you can say, I have a pension plan, you have to really be aware of the possibility that your money is going to be different through Social Security, through 401ks, because that's based on the stock market and investments. All those things you have to consider when you retire. So those were the shockers that I had. And it was just, I thought, in a conversation that was important because a lot of people don't like to think about it, don't want to deal with it. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those people, Ray Ray Harris, that, uh, you know, who don't, <laughs> <laughs> who don't, you know, was delusional about my health and my wealth. And I don't have a pension like a lot of Amer Americans are. I, didn't, I, I'm too, I was too silly to get a good government job, so ain't no pension coming, and I'm going to have to totally rely on the Social Security for my whatever. I'm not totally rely, but it's it's perilous. And I always tell folks, younger people, I said, and especially people like me who, you know, 60 plus, whatever, 60, who uh, we have to, uh, uh, these Republicans are going to take away your Social Security or try to, do, uh, you know, get, you don't get very little. You know what I'm saying? It's very serious. And what I'm trying to say, though, is that we, this is 400 plus, and we as African Americans, um, I love the social media. I'm addicted to social media, but we don't say a lot of serious things on social media. I'm for the silliness. I do the jokes. I don't show my meal. I like when people show their meals. I like to show and show their vacations. I understand all of that. That's fun. But very serious stuff, we don't really do it. I think because when you when you talk serious stuff, people see it as a form of criticism or they don't want to deal with the serious stuff. They don't want to do with the silliness stuff. And this is why a lot of us. Uh, me in particular, and, and we as a community are in the freaking lurch. So what is what inspired you to really, really tell us like people like me or anybody, even younger people, people think, oh, that's an old folks conversation, uh, uh, retirement. No, that's an everybody conversation. What inspired you to do that talk on social media? I because you when you have a fluctuating income, because real estate Although it's a beneficial income, it fluctuates. So when you have a pension or like a 401k or whatever it is, but you have fluctuating income to make up the difference, sometimes depending on what your sales amount is, it's a little tight that month. And I have to also get some dental work done. And of course I'm thinking, oh my gosh, before I had a plan, now I have to pay for that out of pocket. So those two things had come across my mind because a dental visit just 
a regular cleaning and x-rays is two to three hundred dollars off your account <laughs> and that's that's being nice and if you're not prepared for that financially if you don't have any savings or anything of that nature that can kind of throw you a little bit so that's what made me really think about having that conversation well, 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 you know how to, I'm sorry. I'm, keep keep no, going. Go ahead. No, no. I was saying when we we're younger, 20s, 30s, it wasn't that 40, maybe 40s, 50s too. <laughs> people don't understand. We think we're going to live forever and we think we ain't going to mm-hmm. get old. And that old folks are mother folks. My parents, somebody else, I ain't going to be like that. <laughs> and it's, it sneaks up on you so fast. And before you know it, I don't have enough money. Right. And then let's say I'm lucky to live another 30, 40, 30 years, 40, whatever, right? Do I have enough money to maintain my lifestyle for the next 20, 30, 40 years? Absolutely. I mean, we don't want to have that conversation, but it's a real one. I'll never forget my great grandmother lived to be almost 106. And when she turned 100, not much longer after, to make a long story short, some actuarians came to her home to make sure we basically had not killed her and were just cashing her check. They wanted to make sure she was alive. But she was one of those people that had been collecting Social Security for, what, close to 40 years. They were like, what's going on? But the reality is I've been watching a lot of my friends' parents that have become ill. My mother was suffering from some health issues a couple of years ago. My father had health issues. He died from cancer almost 20 years ago. But there are those that don't have medical insurance, like my mother, thank God, does, that are paying out of pocket. And even she is paying for her dental out of pocket. And I have friends that sell certain life insurance policies that have a cash value where you can pull that money down if you do have a health crisis. And like you said, who's thinking about that? Even in your 40s and early 50s, if you feel pretty good, you just don't think about, but what happens, God forbid, when I don't feel good? Do I have enough money to sustain me? Am I building all this wealth for multi-generational benefit only to have to bankrupt that system to pay for my long-term health care when I'm older? We don't want to talk about this. And it's a serious conversation because the baby boomers, which was the largest generation, is now in that age group where they are about from 80 to 65. And they're getting, some of them, sick. They are retired. Some of them are trying to live their best lives, but have found that their finances don't equate to what they envisioned their lives to be. Generation X is next. We are early retiring now, like me. I'm retired and I'm 54. But I'm still not really 100% prepared to be retired. Even though I'm already, well, I've already well, jumped you, into you, the water. Yeah, but you already have the real estate, so you you cool. I mean, and you had, and, yeah. and, and no offense when I say this, I saw the talk. You got eighty percent of your income in that pension, so you are all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. But if any emergency were to really come up, I'd be. A, it, it would take a little bit of money moving and a little bit of you know selling 
was it what's that popcorn double good popcorn <laughs> fundraisers to make sure everything was covered like i said it, it gets better for me definitely and i'm in a better position than a lot of people but we don't want to think about it and i'm looking around at people my age and some of us are starting to have health concerns that are serious that's not going to in most cases get better as you get older and we're not financially prepared for that outlook. You know, when I post stuff on, uh, uh, I shouldn't say, you know, but I hate doing that. When I post things on social media, people say, Mark, you always post promoting, uh, posting negative stuff. <laughs> and I, th- and, and, and listen, I have my head in the sand about a lot of things about my personal life. And then, and so I ain't got my, all my stuff together. I ain't gonna lie to you, but I like the encouragement from people like your, like uh, Rhea Ray Harris yourself that, hey, Mark, you need to get it together or you need to get that together. Then you have some people, some African-Americans who have their stuff. They have enough money for the rest of their life. They can they can take care of emergencies and stuff jump off. They got the money. They got the resources to, to deal with it. But they ain't helping nobody else. Well, that is a tragic situation and that happens across the board most definitely where you have certain people that know that don't share the information. My thought is this, I think of this as a positive conversation because anytime where I have the ability to teach and or to learn, to me that's a positive, even if it is considered a serious topic. And the one thing that is a horrifying thought to me is when I was working, there was a homeless encampment right off of the expressway, right off of Roosevelt Road. And some of them were seniors. And they weren't all dealing with mental health issues and all this and that. Most of the ones that I spoke with, because some of them did wind up on probation for petty stuff like theft and that type of thing. I'm not saying it was petty. I'm saying they were stealing to eat, to live they had run out of money. And either they didn't have family, they did not want to burden their families, or they just could not figure out what to do and looked up and here we are. Who wants to be 65 living in a homeless encampment? I mean, I say that with all seriousness. Who wants to be 65 and you're in need of health care and you can't afford to go to the doctor? Who wants to be 65 and you need dental work done, your teeth are falling out, and you can't afford to go. Who wants to be 65, still, what was the old song on Good Times, Scratching and Surviving? That was, I thought that your older years are supposed to be your golden years, and not fool's gold, but real gold, 18 karat, 24 karat gold. That's not what I'm seeing in a lot of cases. Well, let me. I have friends that can't oh, yeah. even they can't even think about retiring because they've worked jobs that don't have any kind of they are self-employed. Yeah. You know, a lot of stylists, hairstylists, uh, CNAs, if they didn't work for an agency that paid into their Social Security, but were independent contractors, they don't have any plan. And that's trouble. And, and I think because when you're younger, we don't talk about, you know, you, you, you try to, if you had that kind of, if you're cheap or whatever, frugal, you try to live below your means. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should try to save 10 to 20% of your income. Uh, if you go get beyond that, you can, if you, you know, then you can start doing the mutual funds and what's the other thing? Uh, index funds, all that kind of stuff. 
And we right. don't talk about that kind of stuff because I I I, it, I didn't understand a lot of that stuff uh, uh, 30 years ago. And I thought I was going to be rich doing something else. And, and I didn't become rich. So here we is on my ass. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I could talk about this forever, but we can't. So uh, Rhea Ray Harris, thank you for being on this uh, this little podcast, 400 Plus. And end uh, with uh, some inspiration, because you, so, you are on the social media. People can find you. End us with some inspiration so we can do the right thing, so we can have some money when we get old. <laughs> if you are a person that has pension, a person that's expecting a 401k disbursement, a person that's expecting Social Security, an independent contractor that really has not had any plans, take the time today to look at your situation realistically and just pivot. It's not too late to start a new beginning right now, but don't anticipate that you won't need that extra money. You will need it. And if you don't use it, your descendants can use it. So either way, planning like this will be put to good use.